This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back in to Gwen and Chris. We have reached the happy hour. Before we get into the Padre pivot uh, in terms of uh, where they go next, we got to get to our biggest fan of today. And today's biggest fan is Ivy Allegre of Chula Vista. Give us a call at 833-288-0973 within the next 10 minutes to register for our grand prize of 20 tickets to a 2024 Padres game in the Odyssey Suite to watch a Padre game with your friends and all the fans hosts. If you want a chance to have your name called to register for our grand prize, visit 973thefansd.com slash perfect fan, excuse me, slash biggest fan today. The Biggest Fan Contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at SealsLAX.com. The, really, the big news of Major League Baseball to this point had been Juan Soto going to the Yankees, right? And um, we dealt with the aftermath of that in terms of, we heard from A.J. Perley yesterday in terms of what they were getting back. I don't think there had been a lot said about that. Everything had been focused on Juan Soto and Trent Grisham going to the Yankees. But now you start to pivot on what's next for the Padres. Not something we really got uh, to get into depth with yesterday with with AJ, but um, there are a few things that are glaring. And you brought it up uh, really the beginning of the week talking about center field. And uh, one of those possible chips is uh, is Korean outfielder Hung Ho Lee, who uh, is is he, the Padres aren't the only team in on him, but he's certainly one of the names you're hearing right now. Yeah, Tony, I think, you know, now that uh, the Soto trade has gone through, uh, it's pretty clear that, uh, you know, you've got a couple of openings in the outfield. I think some people think the Padres might move Fernando Tatis Jr. to center field. I would not do that. Uh, I would keep him in right field where he just won the platinum glove as the best fielder in the entire National League. Why change something that's not broke? So, to me, you keep Fernando in right field. You turn your attention to center field. Saves wear and tear on Fernando as well. You don't have to run as much in right field as you do in center and you know lee uh mvp of the korean baseball organization so i mean he's got some credentials um you know i i like the makeup of what they might be able to do now that yeah. uh, soto is you know soto's gone kevin ac wrote today about this in, in the ut i mean it, it's a bitter pill to swallow on on its face uh on the surface you know juan soto's leaving the padres he's one of the best players in baseball but it just allows the Padres to be so much more, uh, so much flexibility. more wide flexibility. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. I'm just not flexible enough to 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 find it right now. 
Uh, it's late in the week, Tony, but, uh, <laughs> it is. you know, I, yeah, I mean, who knows what they're going to do in center field. And the other thing, you know, I don't know, you know, exactly what kind of player Lee is. I've never seen him, but, you know, you got to look at the batting lineup with the Padres. I, I think everybody's talking about where's everybody going to play. I think the lineup needs some, some fixing. Uh, you know, they never really did settle on a lineup they liked last year. It was pretty top heavy, obviously. But Fernando batted leadoff. Bogarts, Bogarts batted leadoff. Uh, Soto batted second or third. Machado moved around from second to third to fourth. I don't know that they ever really had a set lineup. And maybe Lee gives them that kind of player that can plug into the leadoff spot. I, I, I've always felt that Fernando needs to bat third. I, he, he just, he's too valuable to me to use in the leadoff spot. He doesn't see enough pitches there either. Um, so, you know, maybe Lee is the, is the kind of player that, that, that settles into a leadoff spot. You hit Bogarts behind him. You got Fernando and Manny to drive these guys in. And that's how you start your lineup. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about what they can do. The flexibility makes it interesting. Yeah. And, you know, if Lee is the guy for center field, then by all means, go get him. You've now freed up some money. I, I think a couple of things. I, there's some reservation there, right? Because it took Kim a couple years before he got going. And, and so there's a little concern there making the transition from – uh, the the Korean League, which by all accounts is like a Triple A, little bit above Triple A level, um, they don't see the velocity that you see no. at the big league level. So that's a concern for me. Uh, Harrison Bader is another name that um, has come up in terms of the outfield, and I don't hate that. Name. I, I do, definitely don't hate that name. I, I think it's important as as the conversation shifts to Fernando possibly moving to center field at the end of the season. I don't know if you guys remember, he kind of expressed the fact that. He thinks he had kind of found his home yes. in right field, right? Don't do this to him again. <laughs> right. He he found a home. Not only did he find a, found a home, but he, he's already become the best outfielder by uh, by proof of that platinum glove that he received at the end of the year. So yeah. I don't think it's a, a, a just an easy thing. And as a matter of fact, in that article with Dennis Lynn, A.J. Preller mentions the fact that, you know, Toddy kind of likes it. We'll have further conversations about yeah. it. Yeah. I think Toddy's found his home. Yes. So. He also liked it at shortstop. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't want to risk it again. Right. You right. know. No, no doubt about it. And so that's just one element. The other thing that came up in the article with Dennis Lynn was uh, possibly making a serious bid at, at Shane Bieber. Now, don't know what that'll cost. Um, certainly, we do know that there is a definite need in the rotation. Let's, for argument's sake, say Darvish is healthy. Musgrove is healthy, and they move back into what we've seen them do over the last couple of seasons. Although Musgrove was pretty good when he wasn't hurt, um, getting those guys back in the rotation, they'll be at the top. You you, you, you like the addition of King. He's probably slotted in, in that three spot. But you are um, you, you do not have a fourth and fifth. Now, Vasquez and Brito, both guys we heard from uh, AJ yesterday, could be guys that started. Um, they'll have to kind of evaluate that, but Adding a guy like Shane Bieber uh, to that rotation all of a sudden starts to look pretty formidable, right? You got a, a, a Bieber, you got a Musgrove, you got a Darvish, you got a King. All of a sudden, it, it looks a little bit different now. Well, you lose a Cy Young, you might as well get a Cy Young. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, the question is: Is Bieber going to be any cheaper than Blake Snell would have been? Uh, and, and I don't know that. He's coming off an elbow injury, uh, still had a pretty good season uh, uh, for Cleveland, and he's been good. I mean, he started the All Star game a few years ago. I they have to gauge his health. They have to gauge whether his his price tag. Is 
is worth that. But I do. I definitely think you need another established starter in the rotation. If it's Bieber, then that means they think he's healthy, yeah. and hopefully he pitches well. He also used to work with Ruben Niebla in Cleveland, that's and that's always thing. a nice little piece there. Yeah. Uh, you know, go back to where go back to a guy where you had your greatest success with, and Ruben Niebla was that guy for Shane Bieber. So that's part of the uh, the equation that makes a lot of sense. Not only that, he he is projected to get. Uh, a little bit lower than what Cor- Corbin Burns is yeah. is scheduled to get, so I think that does lower the price tag a bit. But I think the recognizing the health part, like where is he at there, um, will also factor in how much are you going to have to get up, give up, because he's not a free agent. He's not a guy that's out on the board. You'd have to make a trade for him. Well, uh, so and that brings us to our next topic, <laughs> Jake Cronenworth. Jake, he yeah. was he was also in this article, and you know. The Padres, according to the article, are exploring these, this idea. Uh, if executed, what type of transition, who are you getting back for a guy like Jake Cronenworth? I personally think Jake is going to have a bounce-back season, but unfortunately when you're making uh, a $7 million a year, 80, 80 over a seven-year uh, period, yeah, um, the pressure is on you to be... Productive. Do the Padres believe nah. he's going to do it? Yeah, yeah. that's I mean, the question. Well, here's my thing with trading Jake Cronenworth. Number one, I do not want to do it. It is my, it is. I'm on the record as saying that. I, I just, I've always loved Jake Cronenworth, and I think he works too hard to come back and have another off season I the agree. way he did. But if you're going to trade him. Then I, I, you've got to get somebody to play the infield in return. I, I know you're talking about moving Xander Bogarts to first base. He doesn't seem to want to do that. Uh, moving Hassan Kim to shortstop. You know you're going to have Manny at third. But then who's going to play second base? Who's going to play for? You're going to open up a hole at a position that you were stacked at. Yeah. Uh, remember Garrett Cooper's not back. I mean, he's a free agent. You'd yeah. have to go out and maybe pick him back up. Uh, Jake opens up a hole. Maybe it saves you money. Maybe that's why you do it. Uh, maybe you're able to work him in a deal with Cleveland and, and get Bieber, but then you're going to need somebody else. I This isn't something I would do, yeah. but I understand even though AJ doesn't want to totally say it, the fact that they traded Juan Soto really signals the fact that what people are saying about the Padres and their need and want to reduce payroll is very real. Yeah. And that may be what ends up being the situation with Jake. You've got to get somebody cheaper uh, at that uh, at that spot in your lineup. I, I think a couple things in the article brings these two complications up. First is you'd be trading them after a career worst year. Not necessarily the best time. No, not trade. getting the most bang for it, your buck. Exactly. And the second thing is when he signed that extension, he had an eight-team trade, uh, no-trade clause too. Now, those haven't been made public, but they certainly could complicate, you know, not going to a specific place. Now, we don't know if Cleveland's under. Remember, Jake is from the Midwest. He's from Michigan. So yeah. um, being in the Midwest may not be an issue. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But we don't know. I the, like him the, too much to trade him to yeah, the Tigers. I, 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 I can't I can't send him there. Wouldn't do him like that. Do <laughs> don't him do like him that. like that, please. Now, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the Padres pivot from here. They made the, the, the deal that I think gave them clarity, right? Because as long as Juan was on the roster. Right. 
It was, you it didn't was, know which direction you were going to go. You couldn't know what direction you were going to yeah. go. Now you know which direction you're going to go. The center fielder's crucial. The the adding of another pitcher is crucial. A couple more bullpen pieces is crucial. Figuring out what you're going to do with Jake. I think that's all coming up on the, uh, the platter of A.J. Preller. All right, let's step away, take a break. When we come back, all three of these dudes up here are old. And we'll tell you what we shouldn't do in our next countdown. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. All right, last segment, uh, Tony said that uh, all of us are old. Uh, speak for yourself, Tony. <laughs> I feel very young. I know Scraby's younger than me, so. I'm a whimper snapper, as they you say. You are a whimper snapper, but. Uh, oh, it's not whimper snapper. Really? Yeah, you got to at least know the uh, term. Wow. Yeah. Whipper okay. snapper. All right. Whipper. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's hilarious. I did not know that. Okay. Really? It's you learn whimper. something new every day. Yeah. I, I always wondered why it was whimper snapper. It wasn't. <laughs> it was never that. Wow. Yeah. Don't this is to, interesting. Uh, don't have to wonder any longer. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm too old for new words, apparently. Clearly. All right. Things that we are too old for any longer. And uh, that is the countdown today. Stuff that we have just outgrown. And uh, I guess we should start with number five and the whimper snapper well, can go first. <laughs> I'll say the reason we came to this is because I've been playing a lot of PS5 Madden online okay. and Call of Duty online. And I'm realizing real quick, I am way too old for the online video game right, right now. Okay. Like I need to get way better before I try online. So this is why number five. we're doing this one. And my first one is going to be, I, I don't get, and I'm too old for this, but watching people play video oh games. Oh my god, speak to it. I, I, this is my like the my, most ridiculous my nieces, thing ever. Every kid that I know from my friends, they love to watch people play. When I was a kid, I couldn't wait to get my hands on that controller. It was like hard to not get my hands on the controller. So I don't get it and I'm too old for that, watching people play video games on YouTube. All right. Well, it's high time you uh, joined the club. You want me to start watching? No, I stopped watching video games 30 years <laughs> oh, ago. Well, no, 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 video games are great, but the online or just watching it, 
Brady. Chris, they're watching people play. They're not even playing themselves. Yeah, well, uh, look, uh, get your own life and do something with it <laughs> instead of watching everybody else live their life. Yeah. Uh, that's my uh, that's my uh, get off my lawn. Yeah, for today. <laughs> uh, number five for me, the oldest guy of the group is speeding. Uh, I can't wow. I can't press my foot to the gas anymore. In fact, I was noticing over the last uh, six months or so that the last time I visited the fast lane was on my way over to the diamond lane which is next to the fast lane <laughs> right the uh, you the, know the, the uh, uh, carpool lane the carpool lane yes. yeah i can't i don't drive in the fast lane anymore i used to never drive anywhere but the fast lane that's the only place i drove uh i am freaked out by how fast people drive now and i just can't keep up with the uh, 85 and 90 mile per hour uh, cars any longer so uh i used to wonder what all those people over in those right lanes were doing now I know. They're relaxing, they're listening to music, and they're watching people speed by. Because that's what I do Daisy now. over there. <laughs> relaxing. Yes. Oh, number... He's got like classical piano music in there. <laughs> Trying to just enjoy my day and get to my next destination unharmed. Uh, number five on my list is the club. No oh. longer is it cool to be... You know when you were in your 20s and there was the 30-year-old... The Perhaps forty year old Ugh. at the club. Yeah, and you're like, man, what is this old dude? Oh, like? clubbing. Okay, yeah, yeah. going well, out to clubs. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Bam Bam and hitting people over the club, the head with a club. I don't know that I've ever done that. But, no, uh, I'm glad you haven't. <laughs> Thank you for taking away whimper snapper. <laughs> no, but uh, it quickly. Uh, you, you remember those times? Thinking about, it, and I don't ever want to be that guy so <laughs> no i just gosh, no. i just choose not to go yeah that's pretty bad yeah that's pretty bad number four i was quickly on my way to that i was quickly until i stopped <laughs> well, um, the drinking i'm sure had something to do it with did that. it yeah. did my number four is actually a branch off of that but it's partying all night I was talking to, um, or I was in an AA meeting, and there was this kid talking about how he used to go out all night, every night, and he was, like, proud of it. And I remember the days when I was proud going out all night, but thinking about going out all night now makes me want to throw up. It does. Facts. It's just like, I don't want to be out past 10 p.m. It's dangerous out there. Things are happening. But I don't get the partying all night anymore. I never used to get that saying that nothing good happened after midnight. Uh, everything that happened to me used to happen to me after midnight. But now, <laughs> yes, uh, I agree with you 100%. I used to see the sunrise from the mm, other end. Yep. Now I see the sunrise because I'm awake in the morning. <laughs> Things have changed. Completely different type dramatic. of sunrise. Yeah, yeah it is. Yes. It's a more peaceful and it serene is. sunrise. It is. Yes, I kind of enjoy it now. Uh, number four for me is uh, I'm too old. To play the outfield any longer, um, I, you know I show up. I play softball twice a week, and I am not moving off of first base. That's just where I play now. That's where they uh, send old softball players. I cover no ground in the outfield, so it'd be silly to put me out there. Uh, I never was fast to begin with, but I always felt like a, I was a decent outfielder. I, you know, could read fly balls and get a good jump, but. Uh, that is no longer the case. Uh, they don't even ask me to think about playing the outfield anymore. They know darn well that I'm just too old for that. So stick me on first base, and I'll uh, bide my time there. Yeah. Um, this one I found out the hard way, and you'll hear more about this later on in the countdown. But number, was this four? Yeah. Number four on my list is actually running 
full speed. Like yeah. full sprint speed. No longer can my body hold that speed for longer than maybe three seconds. Four seconds at most. Wow. Like That's better than most. <laughs> well, it's, it's declining every year. That's the problem. Yeah, there was yeah. a time where I could hold it for ten, and it's gradually gotten itself down to three or four. But, yeah, it, it's, it's too risky. It's not that I can't get to top speed. It's what happens once I get to top speed. And that usually results... And they pulled growing, <laughs> hamstring, something along those lines. Some trip to the disabled yeah, list. That I just being on the disabled list when you're not actually a player. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, because yeah. it impacts everything you do: sitting in the car, getting out of the car, <laughs> walking, waiting for doctors. Right, not fun. Not fun at all. S- top sprint speed, no longer. <laughs> Number three. All right, my number three thing uh, that we are too old for now is uh, some of the lingo. Like, I don't get any of it. I was uh, listening to some kids online the other day. What's your riz like, Scraby? Cool, man. (laughs) It's good. It's great, man. See, I don't even know what riz is. That would be what we would call, do you have any game? Oh, no. The, the answer's no. <laughs> the answer's no. So it, it, the, the answer doesn't change no matter how you deliver it. But the uh, texting, too, like, there are some really uh, – sometimes, yes. like, Chris, do you know what IDC means? Uh, I don't care. I do. Okay, yeah, I don't care. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, there are some that are, like, five letters long that I have no idea what is happening. So lingo is one of those things I feel like I'm getting too old for. All right. Uh, something I think I've always been uh, too old for in my number three spot is two-thumbed texting. Uh, I don't understand how these kids do that. Oh, I do that. Holding the phone and that. using both thumbs and just... A <laughs> I definitely I am Two-thumb texting. Yeah, I can't do that. I never could do it. Uh, I was uh, too old for that when texting first came out, and I'm still too old for it now. But I'm, I watch in amazement, as everybody else does it. I, uh, I'm a hunt and peck. Uh, I was going to say, you're the guy who's texter. just like, straight <laughs> finger down. You straight called, finger down. You called it hunt? And yeah, I could have done something worse. Good. I could have said something worse than I, that. I'm glad I you didn't. didn't. I'm glad you but, didn't. But uh, there were people when I was growing up who used to type on a typewriter with the one finger. I, I've seen and that. I used to, I've that seen used that to kind of make me laugh because I was a, I was always a very good typer. But um, yeah, I when it comes to texting, it's one letter at a time and. It's usually the wrong letter. For some reason, I still hit the B when I mean to hit the V, and or vice versa. Yeah. I seem to come up on the wrong. So, you know, any text of any length takes me a good long time to do, uh, whereas the young people, they can blaze right on through. Number three on my list is whatever the new current dance is. Oh, good There was one. a time where, you know, I, I, I wanted to You were be wearing able, your pants I, backwards? I, I want, no, I don't know if I ever wore my pants backwards. Like crisscross? <laughs> Not quite that far. But I always wanted to be able to at least say, oh, yeah, I can do that. I can't. I, I am no longer there anymore. It, it, it has turned into uh, really however you can fit it on TikTok and, you know, that just doesn't uh, – I'm too old for it. I don't get too it old. either. Too I see old. kids, like, at the gas station today or yesterday you can pretty making much, a video. You can pretty much spot it out anywhere you go. They see just a... stop and they go <laughs> – uh, 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 And they just, like, move their hands around and dance. It's, and it's almost like, like uh, bringing an airplane in yeah, a lot of yeah, times, yeah. right, you know? And the, somebody watches it. Everybody watches it. Yeah, yeah, that's the part I don't get. Number two. 
My number two thing I'm too old for, and now you guys are going to disagree with this, but online squabbles. I am over the online squabble, as in, like, you posted this, and you didn't include me in this post. Like, I don't care if you include me in a post. Now, will will I argue with people online? Maybe. You're not too old for that. But I'm not crazy like so that. So you'll argue, but you won't squabble? What does that mean? <laughs> no, Please well, I, I, I will say I debate. I, I don't go past debating. I'm never, like, mean or anything like that. But I've seen some mean stuff put out there it's for kids. Mean, yeah. And uh, there was a there was a there was a, a murder story I heard about where a 13 year old didn't get included into like a text chat and went psycho. So it's just weird stuff, man. All right, Chris, thank you. Impressive. I'll rescue you from that. Uh, number <laughs> number two for me is uh, jogging. Uh, this is a lifelong thing that I did uh, starting when I was in uh, high school. Even uh, before school, I used to get up and jog in the morning. Jogged uh, throughout college and uh, probably most every day thereafter until about five years ago. And then much like Tony, I just got tired of being on the injured list. Uh, Jogging, uh, you know, seemed I I, I seemed like I was getting injured benefit from it. So now I get up, I take a nice leisurely walk. I can't believe that I'm a walker, uh, but that's how old I am now. Uh, Walking is more my speed. Uh, you don't get injured walking, or at least you shouldn't. And jogging is something I am unfortunately too old for. I do marvel at the people who can still do it. Uh, I was never a great jogger, although I did run a marathon. That's one of my greatest accomplishments that ever. Good. But that will never happen again. Number two uh, on my list um, is Fortnite. <laughs> I I don't when spoke to some kids yesterday. And I opened the floor to questions, and you can imagine they're asking me the typical questions uh, six, seven, and eighth graders would ask. And then somebody asked me, do I play Fortnite? I got that question multiple times in two different sessions, and I don't. I don't play Fortnite. I'm not good at it. I look at it, and it doesn't make me feel like playing a video game. Yeah, I'll tell you how old I am. I no, couldn't I even tell you what Fortnite is or does. You just basically like walk around a universe and just kill people. That's basically and you it. Get points for it. It's, and... it. It makes no sense, but you know the young folks they like that. I've played Fortnite before, and it is fun, but I, I I couldn't sit there and play it for three hours. I mean, like Tyreek Hill plays Fortnite forever. I think he was mad the other day because he he may have hurt his hand, and he said it was going to cut into his Fortnite time. Right. At least, important. He's, at least he's taking the break like he should. Yeah. Some, I know some that played right through the uh, hand injury. Who's that? I think uh, Price was. Uh, oh, oh, David Price. Price. Yes, yeah. that's right. Ended that's up right. going all the way to the disabled list, I think. Number one. All right, my number one is overdoing physical activity. So I had to put up some uh, chicken wire in the backyard a few weeks ago. Thought it was going to be super easy. And uh, my back was killing me after that. Mm. My legs were hurting. My hands were hurting. Your neck and your back. My neck and my back. I used to be able to go out there, and I used to be in the electrician field. I used to be able to do that stuff, but not anymore. Yeah, well, you left something out in your countdown because something you apparently used to be able to do that I'm sure you can no longer do is touch the rim. But Uh, that's another discussion for another day. I was expecting to hear that one in your countdown, but I didn't hear it. Uh, My number one thing that I'm too old for 
is streaming. I cannot get behind it, people. I'm not going to get into. Uh, I'm not uh, streaming my sporting events on television. Yes. I mean, obviously, I can. <laughs> I can watch a stream. I do get it, but uh, I still feel like it, it. To me, it is a royal pain in the. You know what? Every time I have to try to stream some sort of event or something on uh, on the internet, uh, I, I force myself to do it because sometimes it's the only way you can watch. But um, you know, I kind of curse every time I do it. I'm not I'm not a fan of streaming. I will I will never I will never as long as they allow me cut the cord, as they say. Uh, I'm going to be a cable guy for as long as I can be. Number one on my list, you've already heard it once, but it drives me batty. And that is watching other people play video games. My son is on YouTube watching people play video games. Really? And it it drives me so bunkers that I've banned him from watching other people watch play video games. It's like, I paid this money for you to have a video game, for you to play it. Now, if you're going to convince me that you're watching so you can learn, all right, I'll give you a little bit. But sometimes you're just enjoying this far too much to be learning anything. Like it's like a game on yeah, TV. Yeah, it's like, no. You got the video game. You got the system. Go play it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's number one on my list. <laughs> all right. All right. All of us feeling very old today. There's our countdown for you on uh, this Friday afternoon. When we come back. The interview of the week, and that takes us back to yesterday and our visit with Padres General Manager A.J. Preller. What was he thinking just hours after the big Juan Soto trade? We found out. You will hear it when we come back on Gwen and Chris. All right, uh, 540 is the time, uh, final uh, segment of this week, but it's a pretty good one. As we uh, play our interview of the week with A.J. Preller, interview that uh, Tony and I were lucky enough to do yesterday, just hours after the Juan Soto trade. Before we get to it, uh, quick note, best thoughts and prayers and wishes to one of my former favorites, uh, Tennis Hall of Famer Chris Everett, uh, 68 years old. She's been diagnosed with a recurrence of her ovarian cancer, undergoing uh, chemo. Uh, says she's going to have to step away from her ESPN duties for a while and uh, will not be able to be uh, working the Australian Open next month. Uh, Chris Everett, man, she was my just absolute fave uh, watching tennis growing up. Uh, 18 Grand Slam singles titles, a Hall of Famer, and uh, 68 years old battling ovarian cancer, best and uh, great wishes to Chris Everett. Yeah. All right, uh, let's check some traffic. And then uh, how did it feel to be A.J. Preller after the big Juan Soto trade? Tony and I found out in our interview of the week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Or 
more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. AJ Preller on the line. Uh, first, AJ, how was your travels, man? It's been a long uh, 48 hours for you, I suppose. Yeah, no, every, I think, uh, you know, going back East Coast to West Coast is, is always a little bit of a challenge, but everything everything went well, and uh, yeah, excited to be back heading uh, on San Diego. All right, AJ, let's start the, the educational process here, because uh, we've, a lot of talking heads and pundits have given their opinion on, on this deal, but we haven't heard from you and the Padre organization in terms of why these particular five guys, and then more in particular the four pitchers that you got. I, I think it's pretty obvious that the King is a guy that can slot in. Tell us a little bit about the other three guys, other three pitchers that you got in this deal. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I kind of run it down. I, mean, I think with, with Michael King at the top, you know, he, he was a big part of the deal. Um, been you know last year, last few years really, he's been you know one of the top relievers in the league and. You know, last year being able to make the transition to the rotation the last two months, and and it was pretty dominant as a rotation starter. And you know, stuff, size, strikes, um, the ability to miss bats, and and you know, you talk to people that are around him, they they talk really well about him as a human, as a person, competitor, makeup, intelligent. And you know, I think from you know, again, like I think the overall you know deal for us, you know, Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito. Uh, both guys making their deb- debut in New York as rookies last year, and, and and more than holding their own, you know. So I think when you have you know young players that come to the big leagues and and, and you know especially in New York and the American League East and you know keep their head above water, that's usually a pretty good indicator for for future success. But I think the common theme a lot, you know, with the with the pitchers, they're an athletic group. They throw strikes. Um, you know, they've had a lot of success, and and we've you know from a competitor standpoint, we've had a lot of really positive reports and. I think it gives us a lot of depth on our staff and, and something that we definitely needed. AJ, uh, was Jason Dominguez somebody that you asked the Yankees about? And uh, uh, was that somebody on your radar, or was this just all about getting as much pitching as you could? No, I mean, we again, like we, we talked about a lot of players over the last uh, over the last few weeks with the Yankees. Um, you know, again, I think we, we, we have evaluations on – on uh you know on, on their system as a whole and <clears throat> it was also i think you know they were they were a team and an organization that we were very prepared for the last you know three months really i mean i, I think uh you know we dating back to the trade deadline there were some things in common and then leading up to the off season you try to predict different possibilities that may that may play out and try to kind of line up on the organizations and teams that may line up on some of your players and you know, we had we we were really detailed in their system and their organization. Obviously, we talked to them about Jason Dominguez. Ultimately, you know, we uh, we, we settled on this package, and I, I think again the the ability to hit you know four or five pitchers, and, and it's not just depth. You know, I mean, we we think I think there's there's really each one of the four pitchers have a chance to climb a rotation or a pitching staff and continue to get better, and then to get a catcher that we think is a really good fit, and it'll also help our pitching staff and our defense. Um, you know, and how this move sets us up for the off season. I think uh, you know we just we just felt like this was something we were prepared for. We had seen their organization a lot, and you know, thought it was a good move for us at the time. You mentioned that you know at the deadline, you guys have you you were familiar with the Yankees organization. Now you fast forward to now, and I, and I heard you last night talk about the ten teams that that were involved, and then they dwindled down to three. 
does the fact that you were so familiar with the Yankees um, organization because you had had discussions prior, did that make it easier to pull the trigger on this deal versus maybe the other two teams or nine teams or however many it was, you know, not having the familiarity? No, I mean, I think again, like our our group, Pete the Young Pro Scouting Team, and this is this is their life, you know. I mean, this is this is what they do every day. Is, yeah. You know, there's, there's you know, let's go, you know, seventy players deep in each organization, and this is, you know, this, again, this is from a baseball standpoint, scouting, knowing knowing the players that are out there, you know, I think our, our scouting group does a great job. Um, you know, pro, amateur, international, we were like really prepared. Um, you know, I think for for any of the scenarios, really, it's. You know, ultimately, like in, in any of these deals, and especially a you know player like Juan, you know it's a five plus player. You know he's going to make you know scheduled to make north of thirty million dollars. Um, there's only you know there's only a certain number of teams that that are that you know that legitimately yeah. are going to put themselves in position to line up on all the areas that have the need, have the want at that time. See any one player as like the individual that they need in that situation because there's obviously a lot of different scenarios for every team right now. And then have the ability financially to do it, and then have the players to line up with what we're trying to do. You know, other teams may have, you know, a player to position or you know that we like, but you know, it doesn't really stand out in terms of our needs along with the upside and value. So you, you put it all together. They were clearly a team that we had spent time with. That definitely helped. Um, but I think it was just lining up all those other factors. You know, that uh, that that kind of fit, and I think it deal fit for both teams. And that's ultimately why it happened. AJ Preller is with us. We really appreciate the time uh, after a busy uh, week in uh, Nashville at the uh, winter meetings. Uh, AJ, a couple of years ago, of course, you traded for Juan Soto. It's one of the great days in Padre history. In your mind, how did you get from there to here, where uh, now Juan Soto has been moved on? I guess you can never say never, but it was pretty hard to imagine this happening when he first got here. I mean, I, you know, honestly, like we, we look at all different scenarios and, and even, even at the time when we acquired him, we talked about it as, you know, again, like there's, you know, you're, 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 you're there's, there's always like when you're open to different possibilities and, and, you know, the understanding that, Hey, we had, you know, potential to have three years and maybe more with Juan, but we talked about it at the time that, Hey, if it didn't work out or we wanted to pivot for different reasons, when you have elite players, um, you know, teams are going to have interest and, now, that's why I think sometimes the flexibility argument and different things about about a roster, you know, I think we heard that, you know, four or five years ago. And, you know, you look up and, and we're able to do, make a lot of different moves, you know, because we have talent. We have players that people want. And, you know, I think similar similar situation here. I, I remember having the conversation with Peter when we, when we acquired him. And, you know, Peter mentioned a few times, well, you know, hopefully this is a long relationship, but if not, you know, like ultimately, he's going to bring real value down the road if, if as an organization, we decide that we wanted to move move on from Juan. So, again, like you know, looking back at it, you know, you have two years or a year and a half with Juan. You know, the first year we get to the LCS, uh, you know, a deep playoff run last year. You know, Juan has a great year. Um, you know, ultimately as a team, we didn't get to where we wanted to get to, and now we're able to turn that into, you know, five players that we think are going to have a, a real future and, and help our team win, hopefully for for a lot of years to come. You know, you can argue, hey, what what exactly does that mean? I think for us, like the you know, adding you know the last two years with Juan, kind of what we did as a team, and now hopefully, you know, a lot will be you know determined on how these players perform. But I, I think there's a lot of value that's that's been in the organization because of the deal, and hopefully, going forward, we'll continue to bring value to the to the team in the org. AJ, with with Brito and, and uh, Vasquez in particular, uh, I know they pitched out of the pen. Uh, Vasquez pitched uh, as a starter a little bit. How do you see those two guys? Because it sounds like Michael King and and, um, and, and Thorpe are, are starters. 
Do you see the other two guys as possibly being starters, or do you guys view them as relievers? Yeah, I think that I think the intriguing part for us, they come in as you know, as could go, you know, can fill different roles and, and have that versatility to be starters or or pen options for us. You know, Johnny Burrito, you know, he left ninety innings in the big leagues. You know, had some really, you know, honestly, had some, had some, you know, like some dominant moments, and and ultimately, you know, as again, he's got a history of throwing strikes, and he's able to repeat his delivery. He's got three pitches in there, so I think those are those are elements of a starter that. You know, we're going to look at, um, you know, Randy Vasquez, um, you know, ultimately never been on the IL, real pitches, real stuff. You know, I think both both guys, you know, we'll start the process now of, you know, putting them with our pitching group, having conversation with Ruben and, and others, Ruben Niebel and others about what's the best role. Part of that will be on the roster. Part of that will be what they show us. I think we're going to give them opportunity to lengthen and start, and then you always have the ability to put them in the back of the pen and, and that was a big part of the deal for us in terms of having that that flexibility and seeing, hey, if we got to shorten those guys up and put them in the back of a bullpen, they've got the stuff that probably plays up in a bullpen. Um, but you know, developing young starters—that's always something that uh, that we try to do. So I think we're gonna we're gonna go down either route, and, and based on where we're at as a team and then kind of what they're showing us, we've got the ability to go back and forth with both Brito and Vasquez. Of course, AJ, uh, good general manager's work. It's never done. So uh, I'm going to ask you, what uh, what do you feel like your most pressing need is now that this trade has been made? No, I mean, I think, again, like I think this deal, like I said, I think it gives us some, some certainty in terms of where we're at um, roster-wise, payroll-wise. You know, we're able to fill, you know, spots on the pitching staff and on the catching side that we had targeted. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to look for, you know, for a bat, um, you know, and then and then you know another starting pitcher, and then you know a couple of pen arms as well. So I think you're starting to see, you know, some depth and some numbers that we're building up. Um, but uh, you know, I think honestly, there's still a lot of work to be done. I think in each one of the areas, from the offensive standpoint, the rotation and the pen. Um, you know, hopefully the first of a few different moves. But I think this gives us a chance now to kind of set, you know, sit back and I kind of see what's out there under have like a definite understanding of where we're going. Cause I think there were scenarios where we were going forward with one and others without, I think this one now, Hey, we, we made the move. Now we're able to, to continue going with our, with our roster build to the off season. AJ Prello joins us here on Gwen and Chris and it's fresh off the plane. So I, I, I won't keep you much longer. Uh, Kyle Gashioka, Gashioka, um, you got him back in this deal. Does this now open the, the, the door, uh, for a guy like Luis Camposano to get a chance to get close to every day at bats. Again, Campy at the end of last year, you know, he, he, he I think all year last year, Campy took some real steps and yeah. Luis Camposano. And I think, um, you know, I, I think at the end of the season when he was, you know, playing more, we got a chance to see, you know, a young player that I think his development will be big for our organization. Um, but again, having, having somebody that, that we can pair with him, um, you know, and, and we thought, hey, you know, we thought Yachioka was a really perfect complement. You know, he's a tremendous defensive catcher in terms of catching the baseball. It's a big target. Uh, he's really good, you know, framing pitches, getting pitches for your staff, um, and the makeup reports in terms of being intelligent. And that quarterback back there, and I think all those things are gonna are gonna are gonna help our team, our staff. And I think he's been in that role with other catchers in New York. He's played on some really good teams. Um, you know, he's caught some, some elite pitchers. I think that's, that's, that also has a chance to help Campy in his development. Yeah. And I think the challenge we're going to have is between those, you know, between Higgy and, 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 and Campusano and then Brett Sullivan, 
you know, hey, let's make this the best catching team and, and, and you know, and, and, and group that we can have in the league. And, um, you know, it looks like it's a pretty good dynamic for everybody kind of understanding their role and how this plays and, and compete in a healthy way to get us better. All right, AJ. Um, get some rest, man. It Very sounds cool like you can join us, Had sir. a long Thank couple you. of days. It's pretty cool that you decided to jump on here right after getting off that plane. Safe travels home, man. We'll do it again soon. All right. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for us. Appreciate Thank you. it. AJ yeah, Preller, Padres, that was a wasted uh, head of baseball operations on his way home. That was a wasted uh, thought there yesterday at the end of our uh, of our interview of the week. Hey AJ, get some rest. Yeah, there's no way he never gets rest. No, you know you, that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right, we wrap up the week with that, and uh, we wrap up the week with this. Shohei Otani was not on the flight to Toronto that everybody said he was on. Yes. The guy who was on the flight, rather than Shohei Tani, was some guy from Shark Tank. Robert Hershevec. Well, this I is, don't know who that is. I but... do. I watch Shark Tank all the time. He's okay. one of the main guys who's in, like an investor. Ah. Uh, that's pretty hilarious that they were tracking his flight. I, he's not a guy who's very secretive. So. so he got off the plane and all of these cameras are there he's and like, flash what? bulbs and microphones. <laughs> he's like, what happened? Did Shark Tank get renewed for another season? They're like, oh, man, it's just Robert Hershevec. Just Robert, what's it? Her- Hershevec? All right. Well, that's whose flight it was. Uh, Shohei is... Evidently still in uh, Southern California. It would look like when the show began today, he was like a Blue Jay. Now, I really don't know anymore. So we'll just have you to know, wait and see where it all comes. Uh, turns out maybe it'll, maybe they won't even decide this weekend. I don't know. For a guy who didn't want to make this a big deal, he's yeah. making it a he big deal. He had no deal. chance of making it not a big deal. That's why he was, waste- he was kind of wasting his time yeah. to try to make it so secretive. But just make your decision now. Stop holding people hostage. Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't it be funny if everybody just withdrew their offer tomorrow and he became a Rocky for $2 million? Uh, that would be uh, not real world. Are the Rockies in Major League Baseball still? I don't know. I think they're AAA. God. It's just ridiculous to me. Baseball is such an idiotic sport. That I- all idiotic. of this is going Well, idiotic in the sense that there's all this stuff going on, but there's only like five or six teams that are even in the running. That is true. Like where are the rest of the teams? Are they do they not just they just don't care about trying to win? Strange. I just don't think they care to pay six hundred million dollars. Okay. All right, we uh, care to uh, take a break for the weekend, but, uh, you know, we'll be back on Monday. So uh, we'll look for you then. Enjoy Army-Navy tomorrow. Enjoy Aztecs-UCI. Enjoy week 14 of the NFL. And we'll see you on the uh, flip side. For Tony, Scraby, Chris Ello. Adios. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.